Hello and welcome to Listed, a podcast about money, people, and power. I'm your co-host, Dave Brown. And I'm your other co-host, Maggie McGrath. Today, we're talking about Kanye West. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight. So in today's episodes, we are diving into one of the people on the Celebrity 100, Kanye West. What a character. He is a character. And I think we have the perfect guest to talk about him. He's become the in-house expert on Kanye, I would say. And I ain't saying he a gold digger, but I am saying he's Zach O'Malley Greenberg. Hello. Thank you for having me on. Senior editor Zach O'Malley Greenberg. He is our in-house music nerd. Oh, thank you. Well, yeah. I, nerd is pro- probably mean. You've built our our music franchise from next to nothing. As an intern on the markets desk with a side interest in 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 music, you've now written books. You've interviewed some of the top musicians, and now you can add Kanye West to your list of interview subjects. Yeah, there is only one uh, for sure, and he <laughs> it, it was uh, it, it was definitely the most unusual interview process uh, of my entire life. So I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't usually get 5.55 a.m. emails from writers giving me, like, brief updates on their, like, whereabouts. But I'm just going to read you a little bit from this email that I get from Zach Greenberg uh, shortly after returning home from Kanye West's house. Uh, Just got back from five hours in in Hidden Hills, culminating in a 1 a.m. architecture field trip via Lamborghini. I'm about to pass out for the night, but wanted to give you all an update. Like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, th- there was some concern that the story was yeah, there was some not going to happen at all. Again. Or the, Yeah, it was uh, it, it was all very touch and go. So, you know, uh, basically what happened was um, a couple weeks or was it even one week? It was... You definitely told you You definitely came to my desk and told me on like a Wednesday that this was going to happen. And on a Friday, you're abducted or something like that. Yeah, I think it was on the Wednesday I learned that it was going to happen, and then we were supposed to start closing the issue a week later. So, in the time in between, in the you know the, those two uh, points, a lot a lot happened. So first there was you know the initial, all right, let's and you then know, I guess just this. give our listeners some sense. Uh, we're going to talk broadly about Kanye right now, Zach did a cover story on him recently. So a lot of what we're going to talk about is Zach's experience. But, you know, Kanye is a longtime member of several lists, the the, the richest in hip hop, the top earning rappers, the Celebrity 100. He's number three on that. Yeah, that that Wednesday that, you know, this all came about was basically the end of our process for finalizing numbers for Celebrity 100, the top 100 earning entertainers on the planet. And we were going back and forth with Kanye's people, as we do, bouncing numbers off, giving them an opportunity to comment. And they basically came back and said, he doesn't want to be on the list. And we said, too bad. Um, this yeah, I love is, when people think they have a choice right, whether they right. want to be on the list This or is not. not the 100 highest paid entertainers on the planet other than Kanye West. Like, how are we going to fit that? There's only one person on the planet, according to Kanye, anyway, and it's Kanye. Yeah. Uh, so we had to, you know... Go back and forth about that. So, uh, you know, w- when I told them that that was not an option, they said, okay, well, the number's too low. And I said, well, you'll have to prove that. And they said, would you put him on the cover and you could come out here and we could show you some documentation of um, the- these incredible earnings that-, that he's getting from his sneakers. 
And I said, uh, sure. And so we went from kind of like zero to 100 in, in a span of about 12 hours. Then I woke up the next day and all of a sudden I have all these texts from his camp, like you need to call me immediately, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and I did, and the, the story was off. He didn't want to do it. And, and I pressed them on why, and they said, well, you know, he felt that he was being pigeonholed by um, being assigned um, the, the music writer to, to write about him. <laughs> uh, what did he want? And, well, and, and I said- Lane, of course. <laughs> yeah. Randall Lane being our, our, our editor. I said, well, you tell Kanye that he's pigeonholing me because, you know, <laughs> I've done story, I've done covers on, you know, Richard Branson and Ashton Kutcher and Alex Rodriguez and, you know, in addition to the, the Katy Perry's and the... Uh, you, you should have just explained to him that Justin you're the Bieber's only one who would put up with his shit. Then, like, an hour later, he called me. And so I started off, and this is, I think this is now we're talking, this is Friday. So just to give you the context, it's Friday, I'm supposed to go out there early the following week, write the story essentially on the plane home and then close it by the end of the week. And in the intervening time, my wife and I are officiating a wedding of two of our best friends, like the day after this Friday that we're talking about, right? So Not busy at all. And uh, also, just to give people a sense of what's normal, this is being abnormal, most magazine stories are thought about, reported, and written over normally a course of months. Zach? And this the week, and in the week of the magazine of close, month. it's in fact checking, not being reported and written on planes. Right. So I said to him, I basically knew that I only had one shot at this, and I went right at it, and I said, "Hey, man, um, you know, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm like honestly a little hurt that you would, um, that you would pigeonhole me in the way that you yourself don't want to be pigeonholed." And I gave him my whole spiel about other stuff that I'd written, and 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 it really resonated with him. And we ended up talking for an hour and a half. And um, and so, you know, at the end of it, he said, he's like, yeah, I want you to come out to, to Calabasas and see my Sunday service. And, you know, this is a thing he does in Southern California every week. Oh, yeah, we're like, aware. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Well, just in case someone isn't aware, what is Sunday service? It is like a a sort of a, a, a religiousified kind of cover session of, of his song. So he'll have, you know, different hits in his catalog but done with gospel choir and like maybe the the lyrics will be rearranged to fit more religious themes and all kinds of people um uh from southern california show up like tyler the creator and um i think i think katie perry went one time am i making that i think i heard that too how was it how was it well, I didn't go. I had to officiate a wedding. I, I, so I told him, uh, I can't go to your Sunday service. Um, the You're at a different Sunday service. Yeah, 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 exactly. The, the, the earliest I could get there is Sunday night. And he was like, okay, fine. Um, and maybe also we should go to Japan. And uh, I was like, all right, let's focus on the California bit. When? And he said, oh, the, my people will, will handle that. So, you know, whatever. They, they just, they're like, yeah, get, get here Sunday night and, and we'll go from there. And, you know, all weekend I'm trying to get updates on exactly what's happening um, while officiating this wedding. Kanye also calls Randall Lane, uh, to the editor of Forbes, to ask him some questions. Um, Which I'm sure is will be a highlight of Randall's life. Well, for hold on, like questions about life or questions about you? What, what was he asking? Well, he, he apparently had some questions about me in our hour and a half long conversation uh you didn't properly introduce yourself yeah yeah no he he said um it was something about 
we were talking about religion and he's <laughs> he's very religious and you know I would not classify myself as a religious person but I I do have sort of like a religious fervor um, to my following of baseball and I was kind of like trying to make analogies and I was saying how you know baseball stadiums are like yes stadiums are like cathedrals and and you know the statistics are like the bible and (laughs) oh that's a weird Talmudic uh I feel pretty strongly about this actually I I appreciate that yeah so so he he like spent a half an hour talking to Randall about this he's like kind of concerned and and apparently uh, Randall just started laughing and Kanye. I mean, it's like, hard not to. And Kanye's like, "Why? That's not funny." I think Why you and Kanye are more similar than I had immediately imagined. Well, Rand, you know, Kanye's like, "That's not funny," and Randall's like, "No, it is funny. You don't know Zach." <laughs> <laughs> so, so whatever. Like the the concerns were allayed. I get out there, like you know, the video crew is circling, like the the photo crew. None of us like are be, have been given any time or place. Finally, at you know seven o'clock when I land, they're like, "All right, can you be in Calabasas at eight 30? And so you know, I race out there. the The video team is just getting there, and um, you know, it's it's on the top of this hill um, in a in like a gated community uh, on the outskirts never, of LA. I've never heard of Hidden Hills before. Is it? Yeah, it was got to be hidden. I'm assuming, but it's in between Calabasas and it's like so. Calabasas is kind of on the outskirts of LA. It's it's. Um, you know, so there. You know, if you if you're thinking like it's Calabasas and then um, Malibu, we're turning into a skit of the Californians. Let's get <laughs> back to the story. Yeah. So anyway, you get to Calabasas. Yeah, and so um, you know we're all getting ready to go in, and all of a sudden I hear this like otherworldly rumble, uh, like in the distance, um, in in the gathering dusk, and uh, and all of a sudden, um, so the security people are freaking out. And they're like, "Get out of the way! Get out of the driveway!" And um, and we all kind of scatter and then enroll these two matching matte black Lamborghini SUVs. And out of the first one hops Kanye. And uh, he comes up. He's oh, like, good to see you. You know, um, have you been have you been welcomed into my home yet? And and I said, oh, no, I was just walking in. And uh, of course, the first thing that happens, they ask me to put on like little cloth booties over my Air Jordans. Much like Mark Wahlberg at the end of The Departed. Uh, oh. oh, yeah. Uh, a little callback there. And um, and I said, oh, is, is it something about, you know, the Air Jordans that's the the problem? Because Con- the whole story is about Kanye's sneaker deal uh, with Adidas and his Yeezy brand and, and this whole thing, which is challenging Michael Jordan for sneaker world supremacy and causing him to make $150 million over the past year. Um, and they said, oh, no, 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 it's not about that. It's about the floors. They're made out of this special Belgian paste and uh, plaster. Um, and, could be paste, could be plaster, and I think it's plaster. Belgian plaster. And the only way you can fix it if it gets scuffed is by flying the crew out from Belgium to fix it. So so either you have to take off your shoes or, you know, uh, uh, put on these. To booties. be clear, his kids live in this house? Yeah, I don't understand how that works. Yeah, I, I don't. No, I, I didn't see them. That's what you're questioning? That no. is what you're questioning. Children ruin everything. Maybe they're upstairs. Maybe the Belgian plaster floors are, are, are not happening upstairs. Or maybe there's a carpet over them upstairs. I got to think, right? Yeah, I just th- that just seems like such a temperamental floor for a growing family. I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you put the booties on. I, I love that detail, by the way. When I was reading this story, that made me laugh out loud. Oh, yeah. It was, I mean, and there, there are just like a ton of little things like this and couldn't fit them all into the story. So, I'll, you know, hopefully give you guys a few few yeah, extras what else? today. But um, 
So, you know, we do the, we do the, the photo shoot um, for the cover. He takes seven shots and he's like, all right, I'm good. And, you know, but he, he we're like, do a little more. Nope, nope. Uh, onto the video interview. So we go to the video interview. And basically, um, I think he's one of these people who he acts differently in front of a camera. Um, and so, you know, we go into his library. So we're in there. The lights are, you know, blaring. We're doing this video interview. And um, and my first question for him is, you know, how... And, and the, it was pre-agreed that the video would be short and we, you know, like keep it limited and then we dig into the stuff of the mag story. So I start off by saying, you know, you, you create a lot of things. You create songs, you create shoes. Um, how does your creative process differ? And he goes quiet for like 60 seconds, maybe maybe two whole minutes. And, and then he pokes his head up and he goes, Sam. There's no way he went silent for two minutes. Kanye doesn't do oh, no, silence no. for... Kyle Kramer sense. was in the room and he had... Yeah, a, I actually... Yeah. I have a second source on this, so yeah, 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 I believe yeah, yeah. it. We, we had video uh, team members timing this. The, the world he enjoyed was, he was in, silence. He, he was annoyed you mentioned music. I think that's what was going on. Yeah. And I tried to phrase it differently. And again, two minutes of silence, head up, same. And I'm like, we're going to lose him. We're going to lose him. Um, so I phrased <laughs> Doctor, it... Doctor, the patient <laughs> yeah, is crashing. Yeah. yeah. And um, a couple more minutes, go. I'm like, all right, well... I'm going to phrase it differently. And finally, I get a different reaction. He starts kind of digging into it and, and talking about sort of themes that he read in the Bible that relate to designing shoes. So, Did he admit that he was throwing a little hissy fit? Uh, No, no. But anyway, we kind of wrapped up the video part and I was like, oof, thank God. And, you know, and then we just got down and I, I put on my tape recorder and and we got to the to the actual interview and he was, you know, totally different person, much more open. Uh, it was like an easy back and forth. And we talked about the shoes, about his inspiration. Um, he talked about, you know, like his dad taking him to auto shows when he was a kid and being inspired by the Lamborghini Countach. And he said, there's a little bit of Lamborghini and everything. That I love I do. that. Quote. It's great. Quote. Uh, you know, he's, he's a Lamborghini of shoes. But, you know, to kind of finish the arc of the first day, um, you know, we're talking about the shoes and and blah, blah, blah. And, um, and, and you know, he's giving me great stuff. And then, but like occasionally he'll throw in a one-liner that's just like from Mars, you know, like, um, I don't care for stairs one bit. <laughs> well, what does he use? A teleporter? And I said, well, what about the stairs over there? And he was like, well, they came with the house, you know. <laughs> Uh, and he said, my favorite one, he said, um, I'm blessed. He said, I have gold Pharaoh Wolverine blood in my bone marrow. Is he workshopping lines for his next song? I don't know. I, you know, uh, I'm not sure, but, but he really like considered that one and I'm still trying to figure it out. And that's how he gets to his, uh, how much did he make this year? $150 million over the past 12 months. I think we I think we gotta do segments. They're fun and games. Well, they're meant to be. They're meant to be. I think they're fun, but we're dorks. So one of our segments we're going to try out is called the Kylie Calculation. It is a, a debate about how self-made these people are. Uh, I would say Kanye, in the traditional Forbes self-made score, is a seven, which means that he grew up in a uh, middle-class background and... 
uh, but still created the fortune himself. To be clear, the lower the number, the less self-made. So the Waltons, yes, who true. have all in- inherited their fortune, would be a one versus Oprah Winfrey, who not only grew up poor but overcame significant obstacles. She would be a 10. Um, I actually was looking at what our wealth editor, Louisa Kroll, published when we first put out the self-made scores, and we had defined Mark Zuckerberg as an eight because he is self-made who came from a middle or upper-class background. And from that, I think that Kanye's background to me, I was reading older profiles, struck me as more middle class. He came to the rap world wearing polo shirts. It just doesn't seem like a street kid who rose from nothing to everything. So I would give him an eight. What do you say, Zach? I don't know. If Mark Zuckerberg is an eight, I'm giving Kanye a nine. I mean, actually, oh, yeah, come break. on. Mark Zuckerberg? Mark Zuckerberg's dad was a dentist in the town one one north of where I went to high school, and they called him Painless Dr. Z. Um, Kanye's parents were divorced. He was moving around a lot. He wasn't like Jay-Z level. Uh, Jay-Z grew up in the projects and was, you know, having to go to his friends' houses to just to eat because there wasn't enough right. food on the table at home, that kind of thing. But like... Although the two are inextricably linked. Yes, 100%. Uh, Jay-Z definitely gave, you know, Kanye his first big shot. Um, the, uh, Kanye's an early producer. producer uh, on, on the blueprint, particularly one of Jay-Z's seminal albums. So, um, and it's kind of funny to see their, their interplay, you know... Um, as time goes on. And didn't only Jay-Z sign him to the label so he wouldn't go to a competitive label? Yeah, you know, there's there, it kind of depends on who you ask. But, um, you know, I, I think the general understanding of it is that, that Jay-Z... Uh, believed in Kanye more as a producer than he did as a as a solo artist, and and that was kind of like the tension, um, you know. But also, I think probably selfishly, Jay Z loved the idea of having Kanye as a producer because he's he's so freaking good at it, and you know. There was the knowledge that if Kanye went off on his own, you know that that Jay Z might lose that. I've never heard Jay Z say that, but you know. Um, it's like if you have somebody really talented working for you and, you know, you know that they could do it on their own. You you want them to succeed, but kind of there's that element of selfishly, like you want them to keep working you for you because they're so freaking good. So on the subject of his talent, another segment, it's a shorter segment, but I like to debate it. Statue of limitations. Will there be a statue to this person in 100 years? And so do we think there's going to be a statue of Kanye? And I think an important distinction is... A statue that someone else builds, because I have no <laughs> doubt that Kanye will build a statue to himself. I know precisely what the statue looks like. I think uh, I think Kanye does pay for it, and I think it is a giant head, just like from Easter Island, and it's just Kanye in Los Angeles or Southern California or maybe Chicago, and it's just his enormous head, which is I think would be an appropriate reflection of who Kanye is. Well, he is actually building... Um, Big giant Easter Island type things, which I can tell you about. We have this oh, is, that's this is right. The UFOs. He took you. He yeah, took yeah, you yeah. to a little field trip at like three in the morning. So after we wrapped up our interview, uh, you know, and this is keep in mind, I'm like still on Eastern time. It's midnight in Calabasas, um, three a.m. for me, and and Kanye's like, "Hey, do you want to see what I'm working on right now?" And I say, yeah, of course, sure. And I assume, you know, he's got a workshop or something. I'm back. I don't know. So he he ushers me outside. And into the Lamborghini we go, and um, down the hill, and we're blasting Bach, and um, after about 15 minutes, we get to this bungalow in the woods, and inside are these four guys jamming on I'm Mac I'm just kind of say, I am so glad you returned in one piece. It is so, I'm so glad you're here. 
It was, uh, I mean, I, I thought I might be going to another dimension. Um, <laughs> I think you did. It, it was not clear. Did. I think I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah the did. Kanye Vortex is what I have been saying to people whose emails I haven't responded. Like, just got out of the Kanye Vortex. Sorry. Um, <laughs> mm. I, I, I think I might use that excuse and I wasn't yeah, on the trip yeah, just like, And nobody questions it, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't talked to you in two What's weeks. I've been to the Kanye Vortex. Yeah, you know, it, it took two weeks, but it only felt like one minute for me. You know, it's like in uh, Interstellar. Uh, Thanks anyway. again. I haven't seen the movie, so I'm more interested oh, well, in the men on But Interstellar, Interstellar, there are spaceships in on Earth. Well, I want to get I, I want to get back to the men on on MacBooks that are just toiling oh, yeah. away into the evening. Yeah. Um, and so they were putting together uh, this PowerPoint presentation that they were going to give the following morning in San Francisco with Kanye, uh, which so that was like in six hours from that point in time. And um, it was all related to this housing concept, a low income housing concept that he's been working on inspired by Star Wars. Uh, and so all in, in this bungalow, all on the walls, there are pictures of like Star Wars scenes. There were other kind of like tiny house uh, scenarios, different, you know, architectural tidbits here and there. There was a little uh, BB-8 half-scale droid bopping around oh, and its BB-8. head kept falling off and they, they kept putting it back yeah, on. That's the robot in Star Wars. I'm aware. I've seen the toy. And and so Kanye was looking over these guys' shoulders being like, change that font or like make that brighter. Um, you know, like really kind of micromanaging it um, in a way that you might not think someone of that stature would. And after a while he said, you know, um, all right, um, I think we're good to go. And by this point he didn't want the recorder on, but he said I could take notes. So I was taking, like, scribbling furiously in my, in my notebook. I'm which like, is such who a the hell is going to believe me? Which is such a bad idea. If you're a source, always let the reporter keep the uh, recorder on. It's the best way to ensure accuracy. Selfish yeah. PSA from Abe Brown. Thank you. Yeah. So he says, all right, uh, I want to show you something else. And by now it's one in the morning, so four for me. And he leads me out uh, outside into the woods and it's a starless <laughs> night. There's low clouds. It's, you know, no moon, nothing. And he's like, come on, come on. And so we're, we and start walking by up me this now. dirt. Yeah, we were like walking up this dirt path. And this is, you know, mountain lion country. As we go deeper and deeper into the woods, you know, there are things rustling Lions in the woods. And and I'm like, bears. I'm going to get eaten by a mountain lion with Kanye West. <laughs> this, this is this is it. Like, it's a good I, kicker to a story. Yeah, it's a good way to go. I mean, I guess. As, no, it's as, a, you know, well, whatever. And, um, and after about five minutes, we come to a clearing in the middle of the woods. And he looks up silently. And there are these three, like, massive wooden... I think they were wooden. Um, I have to consult my notes. Uh, structures. <laughs> they look like spaceships, um, like kind of oblong, maybe 20, 30 feet tall. And I realized that they were the physical manifestation of this thing that he was designing, this low-income housing project. Um, and uh, low-income low housing concept, rather. And he leads me into each one. And he's like, oh, well, this is, it could be the living room here. And this could be like the bedroom, blah, blah, blah. <gasps> And, so I'm picturing something tall, but how wide is it? How much um, room is there? It's probably about, you know, 15, 20 feet wide inside. It's, it's like taller than it is wide. And the idea is that the the light would come in from the roof, um, from the whole, like a, like a, like a clear part in the roof. Um, and they would either be freestanding or maybe sunk into the ground, um, which I didn't fully understand. But I think, you know prototypes very early and, <laughs> naturally. Um, <laughs> naturally so you know we're walking around and i'm like so we you know and we're back outside and we're staring at it and i'm like how the hell am i gonna encapsulate this um so i said hey can i put the recorder back on and and can you give me a quote on what exactly we're looking at 
and he, and he thinks about it and he goes, now I want you to paint a picture with your words. And Ooh, yeah. challenge from Kanye West. And I'm like, all right. So I'm like, well, we're just going to have to stand here for a minute if that's cool with you. And he's like, yeah, sure. So I, you know, we stand there for five or 10 minutes while I scribble in my notebook at one in the morning in the middle of the woods. And after and a while, it's pitch, black, pitch right? black, I mean, this is by the light of my iPhone. And I like actually sketched out these, these structures very badly oh, <laughs> in, cool. in the notebook. And, um, and so finally he goes, all right, are you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And it was good for you. It was good for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so wait, did you hear from him after the story? And did he comment on your depiction of these spaceships? No, he um, he texted me after the story came out and he was, you know, basically Wait, can you like, read the actual text message? The actual Ooh. text. He said, he said, uh, amazing job, brother. Thank you to you and the entire team. And that that is it. That is so polite and so normal. And are you sure that's Kanye? Do you have his number saved correctly? Uh, I I believe I do. You seem to think he's this like alien. I think he is. Dude is building spaceships in Southern California. I think creative types can present normal and just have yes, wild I, minds. I, I, I understand. I, I I have to work with our writers on a daily basis. Creative <laughs> minds create many strange thoughts and ideas. I think. But here's a question I wanted to ask you guys: When did Kanye first bubble on your radars, and when did you realize? Just how um, uh, extra he is. Well, you know, for me, I think in a funny way, Kanye has been the same person all along and then just different themes have been accentuated. Like, I think, you know, definitely right now he talks a lot about religion, but he made Jesus Walks. That was one of his first big hits. So, um, you know, like that theme has been there all along. Um you know, he, uh, when did he like come into my consciousness? I think through the wire, uh, that's 2004, something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, that was like his first hit. And, and I remember being in was it the end of high school and, you know, and that's college dropout. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, uh, so I, I think in many ways Kanye was always this way, but as he got bigger and bigger, um, you know, like he felt freer in in kind of like being that person all the time, like even if it was sort of inconvenient for everybody else or inconvenient for Taylor Swift. Well, yeah, or or for himself. I, honestly, I mean, I think you know a lot of these things have uh, created you know a, a lot of stress for him um, that might not happen otherwise. But you know, a lot of self inflicted injuries. Yeah, you can say. I mean, and certainly, you know, he's alienated a lot, a lot of his fans with some of the stuff he said. Uh, he's made a lot of enemies with some of the things he's done, and you know, I mean, I think there are a lot of valid arguments about it. But at the end of the day, the creative output, um, you know, it, it's it, it's kind of hard to argue against. One of my favorite questions to end all interviews with is, is there anything we missed? So, Zach, is there anything you wanted to tell us about Kanye that we didn't hit on in this conversation yet? The thing that people perhaps would least expect from him, given his reputation, et cetera, um, he's actually a really good listener. Like, what? Yes. He he shuts up and he listens to you talk and then he responds like to things that you said. I mean... There are like a lot of people in this office who are worse listeners. I was going to say, Kanye. no editor yeah, yeah, actually yeah, does yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, I mean, he really, like, I'm going to let you finish. Like, he actually does. Why? Why do you think he's such a good listener? I think he has a tremendous intellectual curiosity. And he, if he feels like he's engaging with you, he thinks that 
there's something that he might be able to glean or, you know, um, take away from it. And, and then I think the other thing, you know, and he's talked a lot about, uh, mental health and, you know, being diagnosed as bipolar. And this is something that, that he brought up a bunch in the, in the interview. And he said, the word crazy is not going to be used, um, uh, like in the way that it has historically in the future, it's, it's going to be considered like a dirty word and, and, and people have to, you know, come to like a more nuanced understanding of mental health. And, you know, he said a lot of the people who've been on your cover before have been called that C word, uh, you know, um, over the years. So I, I think that's a really great point that, you know, a lot of brilliant creators have been called crazy. Um, and a lot of them have been struggling with different things that you know, is kind of more nuanced than just saying somebody's crazy. So, um, I thought that, you know, that was actually like a major motivation in him wanting to do this. And he said, I, I want people who've been diagnosed to see that there are, there are possibilities open that you might not have thought of before. Um, and I thought that was kind of a cool takeaway. It's really nice because he sees his diagnosis, and you write this in the story, not as a hindrance, but as almost like a superpower. And I think in this age of talking about disabled versus differently abled and reframing a lot of what we previously thought of different conditions, he's an important advocate for that. For sure. And, you know, I think also, like, we have to be careful because, you know, it shouldn't be like, oh, well, I'm bipolar and I'm not on the cover of Forbes magazine. I'm I'm failing, right? Like, you like don't want to be giving that off either. And, and I think, you know, d- different people experience these things different ways. But, you know, I, I think it's certainly like a, a valuable, um, a valuable perspective to bring and, and to talk about and one that we don't usually talk about uh, in this publication. The human side of Kanye West. Who knew? Zach, thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah, you bet. Time for our last segment. Abe, I still want to make you say it. It's last but not least. Oh, it never gets better. All right. I have a list that I think would make Kanye West cringe. What is it? It is from Mental Floss, and it is a list of songs that stalled at number two or, despite their popularity, never made it to number one. Ah, he would hate that. There are some real bops on here. All right. Lay it on me. So... YMCA by the Village People. We don't need you to sing. Oh, damn it. Um... For as ubiquitous as it is in weddings and funerals and the like. You do it at funerals? What kind of funerals are you going to? Irish funerals. It's it's a party. Uh. Um, it never got past Le Freak by Chic or Rod Stewart's Do You Think I'm Sexy in 1979. <laughs> then Do You Remember the Summer of Get Lucky by Daft Punk and Pharrell Williams? Should I? Oh, I, I, maybe I was in the car a lot that summer or commuting a lot. I feel like it was everywhere. But what it, summer is this? It was the summer of 2013. It won record of the year, and it never managed to overtake Robin Thicke's Blurred Lines. Oh, that I remember. Okay, so maybe I shouldn't have been expecting that to be number one. Boulevard of Broken Dreams by Green Day never got past 50 Cent's Candy Shop. I won't even try with the lyrics, so I remember all of those. Um, and then Work It by Missy Elliott and never got past Eminem's Lose Yourself. I've already lost myself in the music. <laughs> work It couldn't work its way past <laughs> Eminem. What can we say? Well, that's all we've got for today. Thanks again to our illustrious guest, Zach O'Malley-Greenberg. 
We hope we're number one on your podcast list. And if we are, please be sure to subscribe to Listed wherever you listen to podcasts. Please come back next week where we're shifting gears and we'll be talking to our sports money editor about Cowboys owner Jerry Jones. I'm Maggie McGrath, editor of Forbes Women. And I'm your co-host, Abe Brown. I'm a senior editor. Listed is a Spoke Media production. Kieran Meadows records with us in studio. And our producer is Reva Goldberg. Our theme song is composed and performed by Will Short. Our production team is Caroline Hamilton, Tyler Norris, Jean-Yel Kastner, and Keith Reynolds at Spoke Media. And thanks to Travis Collins, Kyle Kramer, Randall Lane, Laurel Monglin, and Dario Furutan here at Forbes. Doesn't Jesus walk around for most of the New Testament without any shoes? Jesus walks. Jesus walks. Oh, all right. Oh, good. come oh, on. You God. really just served that Yeah, one. I served it up yeah. to myself. Oh, you didn't yeah. even know you were doing it? Oh, man. Uh, the Kanye song, Jesus yeah, Walks. No, I, I got it. I got yeah, it. I got yeah, it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I've, I've, I've committed a sin. Please continue.